Welcome to Shortcast, the Brandy Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Byron's works in the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Weir Rider of the Booth Watchers. Also joining me is Evgeny. Hi, I was uncertain of my uh, loyalties last time. Oh, yeah? Uh, but now I am, and I am certain that my loyalties lie with Yasna, but my radiant order is stone words look you gotta you can't like academia you should spread out into other disciplines you can be a stone ward but still uh communicate a lot with the else colors that is that is true i i feel like the body focus of the bone resonates strongly with me i'm sure it does (laughs) (laughs) also joining me is great hello i am gator girl i'm actually not a radiant i'm a spren uh-huh. Um, what is your spren? I am a ink spren. I thought you were going to be a robot gator. Oh, yeah, but we were doing the radiant order things again this time. And yeah, I mean, well, ink, you, you it didn't fit. We don't, you don't know the name of the Truth Watcher's friend. You could it's be true. robot gators. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I highly Ro- doubt it's robot gator's friend. <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt that you were correct in your doubt. Yes. And lastly, we have David. Hi, I'm Winner on the forums. Back from my accidental transition to Shade Smart at the end of that last podcast. You were literally ah. so excited for getting Ashravan right that you hit your mic. Somehow that silenced your headphones and your mic. Yep. Like, I don't even know what happened. So I'm back, though. And I'm excited to talk about seven more Radiant Orders. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Now you're just, yeah. Uh, And I am Chaos, and I think after the last conversation, though I am probably actually a Bondsmith, I would prefer to be a Dustbringer, I think. I think that would be my preferred order. Is it because you like pretty designs on pieces of wood? Yeah, I'm really into arts and crafts. Actually, no, I'm not. But uh... <laughs> like personality-wise, I'm probably more of an else color. But I would want to be a truth watcher. Right? Yeah. See, see, I, I, I would probably be a bondsmith, but I want to be a dust springer. I just want to. Dis- you don't even know like what truth watchers are or do. But they see. they're emerald, Argent. they see, and they're bird. <laughs> This is like a large part of who I am. Okay, okay, okay. We're gonna talk about the truth watchers in a second, guys. We're You've talking about the invalid. We're talking about Knights Radiant. We're gonna get on the Radiant bus. <laughs> the Radiant bus. What? We're taking no more detours. We're going straight to Earthero. <laughs> <laughs> no detours. Straight to Earthero. Through the, the bus gate. of Radiance. Yes. We're not gonna walk from Ebabamar to Earthero. We're gonna take a bus. A bum bar. Whatever, man. <laughs> Look. I still want that t-shirt, by the way. I don't need your facts getting in the way of a good anecdote, <laughs> oh, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I should have known better. I know. So we got through <laughs> three Knights Radiant orders last time, but we did talk a lot about generic stuff with the Knights Radiant, so go listen to the last episode, and we are going to optimistically get through more this time <laughs> we are 
More than three. <laughs> we can get through more than three. I believe in us. We, that is that is a true statement. Look, we talked about so much generic radiant stuff that that would have been like an order or two on its own, right? Easy. Yeah, it's probably yeah. fine. Yeah. Look, yeah, it'll be fine. So next up, we have the edge dancers. They have abrasion and progression and they slide on edges. I, I imagine that they're very good at, uh, you know ice skating ice skating uh if they're like skateboarding you know down a railing you know they're really good at that Maybe. you know sure. hopefully didn't wasn't there some description either on words of radiance or by nail or something of like them like fighting on like a rope or something and being all graceful and elegant that was nail yeah, that was yeah, that was yeah. that's that's exactly what I was trying to remember. Like, I know he was talking with Lyft or to Lyft and telling her how the 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 real edge dancers yeah. were. So graceful, yeah. <laughs> graceful. Uh... I know, I know, I know, I know. Hey, look, they <laughs> use the word graceful a lot yeah. uh, for is, the edge dancers. Is, grace, uh... very convenient. Uh, I I like the edge dancers as this kind of white knight. I mean, white is their color, so they white have this is white their color, armor. Yes. But then they're also very much like we're gonna remember the small people and like be all, you know. Yeah. Remember the forgotten. Yeah. 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 The way I've okay. seen it is like they're the social workers of the. <laughs> I mean, of yeah. the knights radiant, where it's like they, they do fight for the small people. Oh, hey, I should probably display the uh, Nice Radiant chart. I'm glad I remember to do this now. That would be really bad. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I totally see that with the Edge Dancers. Uh, we mm. saw in the gem archive that the Edge Dancers were helping, like, uh, evacuate Urethru. People leave the tower. Yeah. yeah. Like, resettle them. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, th there were no ed um, diamonds in the gem archive because yep. they were all busy, like, Making sure all the people that lived in Earth you were getting relocated. They yeah, didn't have they time based on this. Like, okay, this is not important. It's like getting people to safety is. I find it very interesting because abrasion and progression don't really feel like they can have any interesting combos. Mm -hmm. Like some of them, like with Windrunners, right? Full lashings are abrasion, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. not gravitation. And so it, they're just all termed lashings. And with with Dustbringers in my mind, I feel like abrasion and division could have a nice thematic combination. Whereas Edge Dance mm -hmm. is just like, uh, you're going to have friction powers and you're going to be able to heal people. Deal with it. Uh, it's just like, okay, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. It does feel kind of mismatched. In yeah. A way. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I really hope we do see more of, though, is I feel like progression gets abused as a lot of as just like oh i can heal people but they can do the whole plant growing thing too so i'd like yeah. to see some more creative yeah. uses of that because i think that could be really cool like you know a very flexible power if they're thinking about it but yeah, yeah. it's not just healing it's progression right it's mm -hmm. the passage and, of time yeah like i i'm interested to see like what other powers progression has because making plants grow and healing are also just like basic I'm holding investiture, like Stormlight on its own can do those things. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Slowly. Slowly. Yes. Definitely is it better than just default Stormlight. 
Yeah. Uh, so an edgedancer who is only sworn second oath, which is like we've established not necessarily the most powerful, can re like bring back someone who just died. So just think about like fifth level edge dancer yeah, when they had true. full powers. Should Call be able back to do the beyond. Just like oh, well, like that sort of thing because it just happened and it was just like a a cut. Yeah, it's like it's not that difficult. Like if you can heal the cut, like he wasn't brain dead yet. Well, yeah, uh, fully maxed out. Edge Dancer will probably, I don't think in the scope of the Cosmere that healing Gox was all that challenging. Yeah. Like with, with the right power, which is the power of regrowth, and in other worlds, um, you know, uh, uh, Aeon Ini? Yeah. Ain. That's right. You know, that's wisdom for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> um, so, so with the right power, if the if the if the body if the first death has just occurred, if the body and the mind have separated recently, and if the uh, now newly created cognitive shadow is still lingering around, then just pulling them back together probably not that difficult. But I don't even think Gox was at that point yet. I don't I'm either. looking right now just to see. I mean, I, I feel like it's an instantaneous, hey, if the body dies, you are on the other side. Death is... Defining what death is, There, it's not as uh, sharp of a line, generally. Uh, yeah. If you if you like, read medical stuff, determining time of death is really weird. Uh, that's fair. So that, that's just why I don't think it's necessarily instantaneous, because it's... Death is a process. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't notice he he seemed to have stopped bleeding, but that's not necessarily you know like it's not like he was gone. Like, doesn't make it sound like he's gone, gone. Like, yeah, it's like his heart had yeah. stopped. Yes, but that's yeah. not death. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. I, uh, but either way, I don't think that was the big of a as as big of a challenge. Uh, agreed. As yeah. To like the viziers around, uh, sure. and so somebody who's level three, level four, level five, <laughs> yes, they would be. I mean, that's what they are. I mean, they um, are. They are. I know it's just funny. Um, they would obviously be able to do the same, uh, probably with less investiture, probably with a wider kind of um, um, time window between mm. the the quote unquote death of the person and the regrowth. But they might also be, as they become more powerful, they might be able to do it from distance, do it to more people. Mass healing. mass healing, party yeah, healing, mass, mass yeah. resurrection, um, power um, word heal. Uh, have them. Um, I'm I'm just saying words so I can remember yeah. what I was gonna say. Do we have? Do we think they would have the ability to bring someone back who'd been killed by a shard blade, or do you think that seems like a too permanent type? I would of say so. I, I, I think like a high level edge dancer could pot could potentially so. do that. I think if Kaladin can heal himself with just Stormlight. that That's a very different thing. Is it? Because it's just like, the spirit web is still there. It's just reestablishing the connections. When the eyes burn, the like something's being touched, that's too. really bad, right? Like, 
Yeah. Whereas it's like, like a soul death type thing, nearly. Yeah. It's all I'm good. saying is okay. And before Brandon changed the end of Words of Radiance, Seth had been killed by a shard blade and resurrected via Fabriel. So I feel <laughs> yeah, like okay. I guess that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That is true. That's a very good point. But oh, what did what did Peter say about the canonicity of that? It, I believe it is canonical still. Be, and Brandon wishes he'd been able to work in a way to show that that was possible. If yeah. I'm recalling correctly. Mm. Okay. But, yeah. okay. Okay. I retract what I was saying before. I. It, I was with you though, Ian. Like the eyes burning, it felt like you know it, a, a very serious type thing. You know, you almost convinced me, and then I like I, I was like I had a reason I believed this. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. just like but the radiance would be killing fused with shard blades too, and there those are still around. Oh so, right, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 right. Good point. Yeah, good point, like, good point. Definitely cannot bring back people killed by nightblood. I will oh, say yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Well, I I think we can agree on that. I yeah. Because well, yeah, shard right. blades just separate. Like, uh, yeah. if you if you just cut off somebody's arm with a shard blade, uh, you're just severing the connections in the spirit web. But obviously, those connections can be restored. If you yeah. kill somebody with a shard blade, you are probably completely separating the soul from the body. Yeah, and oh, so sure. it's yeah. it's less about rekindling those connections or reestablishing those connections, and more about actually like bringing those two together. But when Nightblood enters the picture, you are completely obliterating You're vaporizing that crap. Yeah. And, yeah. and or consuming yeah. it. Yeah. I was gonna... I wonder if a... I mean, we're probably never going to find out, but I wonder if a fifth-level edge dancer could heal a Parshman before the Everstorm. Ooh. That's interesting. I think you'd need more spiritual stuff, honestly. I think you'd need Odium's Investiture. I don't think so. I kind of don't. I, I kind of don't either. It's. I don't think the edge dancers could do it. Maybe the truth watchers. Maybe because they're like the kind of the opposite pole of bondsmiths. So I'm expecting there to be some weirdness with them. But maybe a the corresponding order of fused order fused that just, used progression. I don't know. I'm just wondering, like, how much spiritual web healing can they do because i mean that's what healing a shard blade cut is which well, that's true yeah but I, so specifically I, it's not that something was ripped out of yeah. their spirit webs and i don't know if simple healing would well i guess gold furukami would heal hemolurgy damage so, uh, I don't know. I, I just think you would need an external source of investor to, to rebuild that part of the spirit web that I don't think strict healing would necessarily have. Yeah. I think it's a good question for Brandon. Um, yeah. Because don't, we don't really still even understand the mechanics that well of, we know like what happened to the to the singers. We don't really understand like why, how. You know, why yeah. and how. Yeah, like how it, some of that could be possible. Or like how... Yeah, we just know what the Everstone did to uh, mm -hmm. connection refounded identity restored, right? Like yeah. nothing like that. Yeah. How how did that happen, right? Like in a mechanical yeah. level, it's just like it did. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'll say that progression really fits this the ideals of the Edge Dancers of like yes. remembering those who'd be forgotten and. Uh, and like helping people like that that's a very much progression and, and much one of their divine attributes is healing 
yeah. <laughs> right. Good They're medium. loving and healing. Mm. Well, yeah, that that fits yeah. pretty well. What, yeah, that's on. The, that's pretty good. <laughs> in, in that case, then it's like, wait, what? What about the whole uh, edge dancing part? <laughs> like that's that's the one. In, in, in that sense, abrasion is like the odd one out in mm-hmm. theme. You know. Yeah. In some that's respects. True. Mm-hmm. Cool. Which is like kind of like their signature power, almost you would think. But yeah, it's in the name. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. But then again, like wind running doesn't have to do with protecting, right? Yeah. Like yeah. flying yeah. in the sky is has mm-hmm. nothing really to do with yeah. protecting people. So. Yeah, I think and we'll... it's more fun to name out themselves after their flashy combat powers. Yeah. Well, that's like, certainly true. Oh, yeah. yeah, we can heal people real instead good of, instead of yeah. the love makers. I've... Yeah. <laughs> The love dancers, am I right? <laughs> I've, I've always kind of liked for like a thematic thing for the edge dancers, abrasion as kind of like we're smoothing the way between people and like different groups. All and... right. I, I like that. I mean, again, again, these abilities don't need to be connected with yeah what the I, ideals are, right? Yeah, no. I think the way we need to like look at it is kind of like Brandon likes to make the thematic things like work if possible, but it's not always going to be there. So it'll be yeah, it's like sure. cool when he can make yeah. it work, but it's not necessarily like a one to one in every order. I, like, yeah, it's just like lifts lucky sphere is a diamond, like Ooh, yeah, which is the edge she, dancer jab. And then she but, spent it, so could have been too lucky. Yeah, <laughs> I just. I'm trying to think of interesting ways to use abrasion and progression together, and I'm like, I don't. They feel yeah. very disparate, you know. I, I get a feeling what there there's like some spiritual or cognitive application that will work together. Spiritual but, abrasion. Yeah, it's like I can't think of them. <laughs> Which yeah, it makes sense that if you're trying to make them all thematically, eventually you're going to run out of things that fit together. Yeah. That you're mm-hmm. going to have one that's like, okay, these have to go together because they're the only ones left. Right. Mm-hmm. That kind of works, yeah. You don't have to run into that. Like, it is it is possible that there is a there is a combination out there that we just can't think of right now. I'm sure. But it's just like, especially considering these other two go together mm-hmm. better than like these two would go together. So mm-hmm. it's just like, this is like the most put together version uh-huh. that any other combination would be less put together okay sure like like some pairings are just gonna fit better than others like inherently yeah, but, yeah. it's like yeah. yeah you could make the edge dancer pairing work better but that means like some others are going to work worse yeah sure yeah yeah I mean, like, sure, I can see fine. it, like, in a situation where they're fighting in, like, a natural area and they're using, like, plants to slow down other people's mobility and they're, like, a lot faster and more graceful than everyone else. That's all I can, like, think of. Like, there's not an yeah. obvious, like, oh, this is how these two work. Oh, I was going to say, I do think I've seen the idea thrown out before of them as kind of battlefield medics using the abrasion to quickly move through the, like, yeah. troops healing mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually what just popped in my head when I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one one thing to note is that the, uh, edge dancers bond cultivation spren, uh, mm-hmm. and I will say like abrasion and progression that 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 kind of feels okay for cultivation spren to have. Yeah. The abrasion's yeah, a little I, weird, more, but more progression for than, sure. Than for sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I've kind of like let go of like the whole honor spread cultivation spread significance beyond just they they liked those names. I don't feel like those two orders are particularly like aligned with anything. 
You know, yeah, like, I like, feel like the bondsmiths are like are the most closely aligned to the shards, but that doesn't mean the order necessarily Absolutely. is. That's yeah. right. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the bondsmiths yeah. are the most spiritually. Well, we'll we'll talk about the bondsmiths yeah, uh, <laughs> eventually. Maybe maybe even in this episode. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about the edge dancers mm-hmm. uh, that also comes from the gemstone archive yes. is that unlike, uh, or or so the 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 line suggests, unlike other orders, the edge dancers seem to be an order without a home. There is uh, so the windrunners, the soldiers of the night's radiant, come from Alethella. There's the Windrunner who meets uh, Heb, and is like, "Hey, you can, you can, you can, you can fight good. Uh, if you want to learn how to do that better, come to Alathella." But then the line in the Gemstone Archive says, "Well, all of the orders went back to the kingdoms they came from, but what about the Edge Dancers?" I honestly no kind of don't remember that. Maybe I'm. That's never. That's I vaguely that. remember that. I remember what? that line, but that's not how I read it. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought, I I thought like uh, Alethella was like a common source for all orders of radiance, where people were going to be doing some sort of fight in general. I interpreted, I interpreted that line to be, oh, these these radiance are from all over Roshar, and like their home countries will happily accept them back because they have these powers. But like, what about there the are these common people, people who most likely grew up and have lived in this city their entire lives. Where are they going to go? So the edge dancers are too busy relocating the tower's servants and farmers to send a representative to record their thoughts in these gemstones. I'll do it for them then. They're the ones who will be most displaced by this decision. The radiance will be taken in by nations, but what of all these people now without homes? Yeah, I'm I think thinking that refers to the people, the servants and yeah. the farmers that... yeah. yeah. Their families have lived in Arathiri for right. centuries. Like, yeah, they don't yeah, have okay. any other place to go. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're you're probably right about that. Yeah, I I concur, uh, mm-hmm. because they're like saying, "Oh yeah, the radiance, they'll be fine," right? I do enjoy like the disparity between how the ancient edge dancers were described as really like refined and like proper people, yeah. if dangerous, yep. and then we've got Lift, who's about the most I don't know, she's like the most awesome. street savvy character of well our main cast. It's Brandon's usual, ah, let's make deliberate contrasts, right? Right. Something I've seen on this is that the public perception of the Edge Dancers is that they were very elegant and refined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they actually were, especially since um, one of my theories is that about their resonance is that they have an enhanced ability to communicate. Right. Oh, is that, so oh, that, that could true. help them. Yeah give this air of being elegant and refined. Yeah. But then they can go and be really rowdy with the farm hands and they can adapt to the situation. Okay. Yep. Sure. Maybe Lyft needs to work on that a little bit still probably. <laughs> One well, first of all, Lyft's gonna be awesome in back five to see her like actually oh, yeah. grow up and like that's gonna be so cool, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. But yeah. Another thing that is interesting, Lyft is a very unique individual, and other edge dancers, you know, will feel not be like her. <clears throat> yeah, Lyft is yeah. very unique, and so that's important she to is. remember. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that as she matures, like she might exhibit more 
common sure. edge dancer attribute. Oh, sure. for sure. But she's had a very unique child. Mm-hmm. There, you could say there would be perhaps a friction between her and her hoarders. Yes, and she will progress. <laughs> and she'll need to use spiritual <laughs> abrasion to rub those, uh, to make that friction go away. Easy. Yep. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yeah, another, th- another thing to, to, like, note is that I think this is where we start getting, like, as we move around the Radiant chart, a little bit out of the region where the Radiants are more focused on being warriors and start getting... Absolutely. We would start yeah. seeing edge dancers, like, like Wendell was looking at Yim and, like, an elderly grandmother to bond, where they might not be in a directly combat role, they might be more scholarly, they might be more, you know... Yeah, like it's not gonna. It's easy to think of the radiance as just warriors, but like they were not. They it is. Yeah, they were definitely the edge dancers. I I could almost see them being their combat role, almost assassins, even like they can go in, kill someone quick, and go out. Like, uh, weren't they said that they were very deadly? I. They did say they were deadly. I would think Lightweaver's more for assassins. Yeah, it's just like, like, ones with actual illusion magic. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. I almost see Edge Dancers as, like, army therapists. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, they're dealing with a lot of stuff going on, and, like, I'm sure a lot of the soldiers have seen horrible things they can never forget, and, like, the Edge Dancers... You go to the edge dancers and you like talk about it and you know they make you feel better. I will listen to you. Though that also ties into like the light weavers. It's just like because that they kind of helped with like the spiritual like sustenance. Yeah, of that's the true. Army to, like, that is true. Give them a reason to fight or to. Yeah. I see. So, I see light weavers as more inspiring people. Oh yeah, that's to a good be the okay. best they can. Whereas the edge dancers are more like kind of. You know, I'm going to sit here and listen to your problems. Mm-hmm. Like helping with like Yeah, that's a good or... distinction. The, the like light that. weavers like Shalon did that, right? Yeah. With mm-hmm. like when they were in the caravan and they inspired mm-hmm. the... and Elhokar even. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else on edge dancers? Do we want to make some uh, oath predictions? I will smell those who have BO. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that could be an individualized one for Liv, though. Yeah. So Grace, for completeness' weird... sake, Maya Lauren, yes. Adolin's deceased shardblade, was a cultivation sprite. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, De- deceased-ish. Well, as deceased, deceased. as Spren could be. Like, she's dead. Death she's... just means something different for Spren. Right. It means less to her than other shardblades. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. It, death is reversible for Spren. She's still oh. dead. Does Spren go to the beyond when they die? That's that's a whole thing. No. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. We move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so listening to those who have been ignored, uh, I mean the the third ideal didn't really qualify too much on the second ideal. Because mm-hmm. the yeah, first yeah. one was I will remember those who've been forgotten. And the third was I will listen to those who have been ignored. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. it, it's kind of it's just like Oh, they're kind of building on each other because yeah. mm. it's all they both reference people who aren't the focus. One through sure. happenstance, one through active in- intent. Mm. I would I, not have phrased it like that. I would say they it, that's a bad way of explaining it. But expand, like, expanding, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. 
So, so you're, you're covering this group and now you're covering this group and now let's cover Grace. So uh, I had an, I just had a thought. So to me, I mean, so remembering the forgotten is like, okay, like I remember they're there. And then listening is like, okay, I hear you. And like, okay. I understand where you're coming from. Okay. So what if sort of the next one is moving on to it, like an even more active role, like, I will sure. fight for those who have like I mean, like I will I will I I don't know how to no I, I think I get I will what you're fight saying. For those who like have no one else to fight for them, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see something like that. Like each oath is kind of a step in taking more of an active role in these people's lives. Yeah, I'll, I I do like that because mm-hmm. yeah, remembering is pretty passive, you know. Yeah, yeah that'd be sense. cool. I kind of think personally that like. As we learn more about the Radiance, like, in Words of Variance, <clears throat> it became clear that, like, the Lightweavers did not have traditional oaths, and now we know the Skybreakers have a lot more flexibility. And I would not be surprised if the Edge Dancers had some as well in, like, their later oaths, if it might not have been as codified as, say, the Windrunners or the Bondsmiths might be. I do think that, because uh, we were referring to how, you know, the different halves of the Night Radiant chart, right? Mm-hmm. I actually expect the ones on the bottom half, the more cultivation-y ones, to actually be more individualistic. More organic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would actually think that is very sensible. Lightweavers is very individualistic. I would expect Truth Watchers and Edge Dancers to have a big facet of individualism in their oaths. Yep. Which does make it a little bit of ironic that we are going to eventually get to Elskolars, of whom we know Yasna, whose very organized and scholarly nature would suggest something closer to, like, the Windrunners. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think that but, it needs to be one-to-one, for sure, but... It's like we no, have the Skybreakers no, with some flexibility on theirs, and their top It's just hat. like Lightweaver's yeah. extreme flexibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the most flexible. Yep, Shalon is very flexible. Okay, time to go on to Truth Watchers. <laughs> hey, remember when we said before we started this recording, we don't have that much to talk about with the Edge Dancers. <laughs> I'm 30 sorry, minutes I'll, later. I'll, yeah, it's I'll bad. eat my words. It's bad. Uh, uh, the uh, Truth Watchers are going to be a problem because we kind of don't know actually that much about them because our only example I'm, is... We have, we have two examples. Two, yes. Eem, we have oh, Stump. And you Stump. Yim? Yim? However you pronounce his name, yeah. and Stump, we're yeah. both I, watchers. I say Yim. Yim. Yeah. Yum. Yum. They they get progression and illumination, mm-hmm. and uh, our uh, <laughs> main truth watcher, Renarin, uh, kind of has a pretty big asterisk on him. Yeah. <laughs> may or may not be a truth watcher, really. Or may or may not be representative of what the truth watchers were. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think there was a wob about like Renarin's oaths and whether or not they were the same. I... There was. I thought and it was a rave. Oh, they're different. Oh, I missed that. There will be. Cool. Yeah, I think it was said that there will be differences. Yeah, I'm so hoping we see him swear them in his flashbacks when we eventually get to that. But mm-hmm. also, like again, Renarin, ten, fifteen years from now, being a total BA guy, I'm in. That sounds amazing. Like Renarin's viewpoints when we got them at the end of Oathbringer once the once the reveal was finally out 
looks really fun to read and it's that's gonna be great seeing seeing renarin we're gonna turn this section into a renarin episode um we don't have feather it, it or is, shannon it cannot be a renarin episode because contractually we can that's discuss right. it but it cannot be a renarin episode that's 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 true uh well again like Renarin, we, we've talked about Renarin a number of times, especially right after yeah. Earthbringer came out. Uh, ha- mm-hmm. Hasn't been for a while, I think. Yeah, Truth Watchers are weird, and with Renarin saying at the end of Words of Radiance, oh, what can you do? I see. Well, like... So I actually have an idea about this. Yes. Is that whereas the Windrunners, to a certain extent, and the Edge Dancers are very, like, focused on, like, small scale like the individual people being affected truth watchers see the big picture like they are the strategists on the back lines like playing out the strategy for the battle like they they look at everything in context i like that because you know when we hear about the strike force to buy demetrium in emeralds the Truth Watchers strategy was in an emerald. Yeah. Which, they... so then it makes sense that, like, a Truth Watcher with some odious investiture gets to see the future. And it's like, that's just more, like, playing <laughs> field, just, like, mm-hmm. more context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Like a, like a natural fusion between what Odium's power brings and what they already like to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I do not like that. Um, one of the reasons is so the the I think the the thing with Battle Mishram you brought up was mostly for thematic purposes, um, but I think they just report that hey there are those among the radians who are gonna go do that or well, are thinking about doing that. The the impression that I always had is. A coalition has been formed among the Scholar Radiance. Our goal, like they're doing stuff. That, it's not just a report. They're very active in this process. Okay, sure, but it's it's a coalition among scholars. Well, that that that's that's true. But uh, I just feel like that that high level strategy of, oh hey, we need to defeat Biodimishram, prevent uh, the Void Lights because this. Fighting on the ground, that's kind of dumb. That's like a high-level strategic viewpoint, which just reminded me what Ian was saying. That's all. That That's sure. all I was saying. Sure, okay. Um, but another reason I don't like that is we see Renarin at least a couple of times when interacting with other characters kind of peers through lies and deception. Or at least get a feeling that something shady is going on. So yes. very early on, when the murders in the Tower City happen, yep. uh, it looks like Renarin suspects um, Adolin, or oh, yeah. gets a, gets a bad vibe from his brother. He uh, knows that Adolin is not uh, telling the truth, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows something's going on, and something's so going on at least. Yeah, in that context the name Truth Watcher yes. and their description, or at least his description of I see, fits a lot m- more closely. See, right. I, I don't think that necessarily... I think that could work with what I'm saying. I think it could too. Because 
it's like cool. um i i know alex and i both think that their resonance is the ability to discern truth from lies but in order to have see the big picture to make a good judgment full context it's like you have to know what is true i don't disagree i don't think there is a need for your interpretation you, you just don't okay. think they, there needs to be uh an order an, that an entire yes and... yes unless unless they're the bondsmiths i can mm -hmm. i can give it to the bondsmiths yeah well, they kind of it does kind of get into the windrunner slash bondsmith territory which well, is already kind of uh, well th there's a difference between strategy and tactic it, it like yes. strategy is like the like back plan tactics is like okay how do we take the strategy and apply it to this situation well yeah. that's how i see bondsmith's strategy windrunner's tactics like that's okay. kind of how i view point. like i see it like the windrunners are on the front lines the bondsmiths are in the back keeping the factions happy they're keeping they're keeping like the direction we need to go going they're setting priorities okay, okay. how about like the bondsmiths like set the strategy but the truth watchers advise on it I mean, they. I think they definitely were the big advisors. Yeah, like I think yeah. I think they were definitely like, like have, I don't think the Truth Watchers were unimportant I, at all. Yeah. Like I think they're probably very critical, but I just can't. I don't know what their role is. Myself. Yeah, it, I, I've always kind of thought of the Truth Watchers as, I mean, I based on their placing and based on kind of what we've seen of them, a mix of the like more scholarly else caller with like but very grounded in that more edge dancery like kind of like empathetic what do the people need things so like in i imagine them as like in these like coalition of scholars the truth watchers were the ones who were like okay yes all of this information is important but like what do the people need like how can mm -hmm. we use this knowledge to really help them so kind of, the yasnas kind of, of the world don't commit genocide yeah <laughs> bridging yeah. Bri bri yeah bridging the gap between the hard logic and facts of the else caller and the empathy and sympathy of the edge dancers yes I, and i mean i'm sure they had other like roles but that's yeah and it's like i'm sure that we're like well i am assigning like each order a role right but they could have had multiple roles well oh, for true. Sure. i mean i i think Thinking about the roles is interesting because, mm -hmm. like, Stone Wards, frontline soldiers, okay, great, makes sense. Yeah. Windrunners, scouts, makes sense. They can fly and get out of situations very easily. Uh, and yeah, that makes mm -hmm. sense. Uh, mm -hmm. And so, or like the idea of edge dancers either being combat medics or, uh, you know, therapy type things. You're like, okay, that, that you would need in a war effort. And so, Having a role, I think, is useful in grounding what they are. Yeah. So mm -hmm. they're not all me... like that, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me let me frame this in 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 this way. When when we talk about roles, there are we talk about roles in a specific context, and usually we talk about the roles in the context of war, because we kind of see all the radiant orders as kind of necessary in in war. Like that that's one of their primary well yeah roles yep and so in this context each combination of two surges and and maybe attributes and like tendencies and and things like that lend lends itself to certain activities certain roles very well certain specializations 
Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> sure, you could have a like the Windrunners are perfectly fine as soldiers, especially with their you know dozens of squires, especially with right. the abilities they have and like their ability to go above or under enemy troops and things like that. So, in in many ways, they are similar to the Stone Wards, but their combination of of abilities and just who they are, personalities makes them the best scouts. And so we often talk about them in the context of scouts. And so, yes, yeah. all of these orders could be doing a number of different things. Uh, but when we talk about the role or the purpose of a given order, we are often talking about, in the context of war, what is the best, like, what is the one thing that this order can do that none of the others can do anywhere right. near us as well? Mm -hmm. Light weavers are your spies. They, they can make so, those missions and stuff. Or your map makers. <laughs> well. Don't tell Ash and I. <laughs> I don't think I can anymore. Oh, snap. <laughs> uh, so, talk, like, circling a little back to the powers, uh, something that we don't have a data point on from either Stump or Renarin, if I can recall correctly. Renarin can't make illusions. Do we think illusions in a regular... Uh, I'm forgetting the name. Truth Watcher work like we see Shalon make illusions, or do we think that Renarin is being it's like and Renarin is being weird because whatever's going on with him, or do we think illusions manifest differently in Truth Watchers? I think a regular Truth Watcher can. I think Renarin doesn't have access to illumination. Can Renarin actually not, or have we just not seen he's, him? He's, he tried, hasn't he's tried a bunch. He's tried like he's had Shalon try to teach him. He's failed every time. He can't. He yeah. cannot do it as it stands right now. Well, I think a regular truth watcher can make illusions. I think they probably use the powers differently. Yeah, I think so as well. Light weavers definitely probably use illusions for more subterfuge things or or inspiration. I mean, it doesn't always have to be subterfuge, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but that connects it's with lies, right? That's a very light weavery thing. Yeah, it's like a, a illumination is light weaving the power like right yeah. It, yeah light weaving is illusion magic that that's kind of what it does yeah mm -hmm. you could um, also probably like shoot laser beams with it yeah probably but i don't think I don't that's think a core that. truth watcher yeah. power ah yes in oathbringer or sorry not uh stormlight 10 part 2 the movie uh, when uh, Odium and Renarin uh, shoot uh, laser beams at each other. No, they have the, the, the super from their blades. <laughs> Superman versus uh, General, whatever his name is, like the the the, Zod. the, Zod. the yeah uh, the the fight with the with the two laser eye beams. That's in a lot of things. Yeah, so yeah, like that. One moment that I've always found interesting that I think is in some way a regular Truth Watcher power is in Oathbringer Part One. When Renarin heals Adolin, yep. Adolin gets a glimpse of his perfect self. Yep. Yeah, it's like they can use it to show others what they see. That, kind of. well, I, I don't know I don't about really, that. I don't really know how that ties in, but I think that was maybe in some way connected to their powers. I don't know. It felt very illumination. -y. It did. Yeah. Oh, okay. My read on that was completely different, but I kind of, 
I don't think we've seen a character, like a POV character, healed by another character before that I can recall, like from their perspective, you know? Mm. From the perspective of the person um, who's being healed. Uh, tr- um, Dalinar gets healed in one of the flashbacks. That's a flashback. So I don't, I don't know how that would well, work. Well, uh, in one of the visions, I mean. One of the visions. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Though. Like the visions, like I don't. I'm gonna leave the visions out as an example because I kind of think that it's all in his. It's all in his head anyway. So I don't know how. Well, I mean, how much we can look at the mechanics. Zeth. Yeah, technically. But he have, his, his body has not been damaged in reality. Is what I'm saying. So he's not being healed. But Zeth. But we didn't see Zeth. We didn't see that. Okay, I'm just gonna get to what I'm gonna say. We have not seen a <laughs> conscious person get healed in real life by another one. And so in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, Renarin heals Adelin, taps into the perfect spiritual ideal of who Adelin's supposed to be. Adelin gets a glimpse of that as okay. he's being healed, and that's what he sees. Okay, that's fair. Th- that's entirely possible. But that could it's also kind of, be the boring, interaction between progression but... and elimination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah. like, I, I think it'd be much more interesting if it was something else. It was just, like, when I read it the first time, that's how I saw it. Well, the the interesting idea with the, the Truth Watchers being... Uh, if they do have that ability to use illumination to show people their perfect self, we were just talking about how the Lightweavers give that spiritual sustenance, and we were talking about how they inspire. If mm-hmm. that was, if the Truth Watchers can do that, then I feel like that's a Truth Watcher thing, right? Mm-hmm. True. Rather than a Lightweaver yeah. thing. In yeah. some respects. Yeah. Another yeah. noteworthy thing note, uh, is that the same way the Bondsmiths have a weird location, in the double eye yes the truth watchers mimic that they do and so it is entirely possible that in the same way that the surges can work differently for a bondsmith that they also can work differently for a truth watcher and Mm -hmm. so they have access to the regular things obviously renarin has access to regrowth obviously delinar has access to sticking a wall to a wall type of uh sticking a wall to a wall sticking a chair to a wall Mm. (laughs) Uh, although he could also stick a wall to the, to, whatever. Okay. Don't worry about it. Um, so they have access to the regular quote unquote surges, but they can also do more with them than others. A, a spiritual illumination or something rather yeah. than like. Mm-hmm. Sure. So you're saying that the rest of the orders can't do that. They're restricted to the physical applications. Physical. I don't know I'm if I like say that, but restricted. neither do I. I. I will say that those two specifically have access to... Okay, let me, let me phrase this. The Bondsmiths and the Truth Watchers can do more with the surges available to them than any other order can do with those same surges. But so, how is that any different than, like, oh, surges work different for different orders? I don't think the difference is, is anywhere near as... I think... Uh, uh, Windrunners and Skybreakers will use gravitation very similarly. Let's let's throw a number there. Let's say eighty percent the same way. Whereas Windrunners and Bondsmiths will only use gravit or adhesion, I guess, fifty percent the same way. Just... Like a, like a larger disparity. I, I, yes. Okay. It, yes. It is just interesting looking at the chart that we have here that the ones that are very different that are actually inside this uh ring of surges they're the, are, they're the two pupils in the eye are yep. the bondsmiths and truth watchers so i yeah. think there could be special things there uh 
Maybe? I, I, I mean... It's really hard to know because our Bondsmith example is very special and our Truth Watcher example is very special and we know even less about the yeah. Truth Watcher. Yes. So it's so hard to say. Yeah, yes. Keep um, us on our toes, Brandon. I know. But, like, I, I don't necessarily know if that's tied to, like, the cognitive and spiritual applications. Maybe, but it, I think uh, it is possible that Truth Watchers do use illumination very differently it's it is also possible renarin literally just cannot use it as yeah. shalon does uh there's mm -hmm. a lot of weirdness with renarin uh proper with uh his stuff let's say yeah. it'll work yeah, out he's got a whole year so this also ties into like radiance picking up one power more easily than the other true true and we haven't even touched his visions oh my gosh yes that those are well, we did touch on them technically because I brought them up. Yes. But I mean, I don't. I that is not a radiant thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't think it is, and and that's that's why I am in the camp of believing that Renarin's regrowth is or Renarin's progression is the same as any other Truth Watcher's progression, and his illumination is something void version before. or something. See, I'm more inclined to think his visions are the his version of the Truth Watcher souped up or whatever. So do you, so like do you a normal Truth Watcher would not get the future visions? Mm -hmm. But the, they would have some sort of vision in your or just uh, like I don't know. Okay, they, they would have a resonance. They, oh no, because I've been saying he can has a Truth Watcher, so I can't say that. Ha! There was that one Truth Watchers, uh, Truth Watcher, like the small emerald in whatever. Oh door. yes, I yes, can't yeah. It. I must whisper. I foresaw this. Wait, there's another yeah. one. I, I don't know the full quote. I got it. Yeah. I, I got you. Yeah, that See, one has never made sense. See, that nope. just ties back in my head to I think I that my increasingly unlikely theory that I feel like Shyanot could always corrupt Radiant Spren. That's why they were so afraid of her. Yeah, yeah, but, I agree. Uh, and so, yeah, you you said it correctly. Uh, a particularly small emerald. Also, by the way, in the same drawer as all the Bahidomishram stuff in three in yeah, thirty yeah. twenty. Yeah, yeah. Who and, slipped and so in the, there, uh, hidden. Yeah. The implication is that is what the the radiant foresaw mm -hmm, was. Everything that yeah. went wrong there. Yeah. You should have said. I mean, we probably shouldn't have said something, but seeing hey of guys, the future is the enemy. You just pretend, though. I had an idea that this might do something well, terrible. Well, the thing is, is that they're, own so, they're so afraid of future sight, you know? Mm -hmm. But you and, just present it as your own idea. You're like, I've got a concern, guys, that I can't do independently. Yeah, this might I, go poorly. The thing is, when Hoyd says future sight is very dangerous, like, I'm sure they have some very compelling reasons to, like, not trust that well, stuff. I know. That's oh, why I'm confused. Yeah, I'm curious. Cause in the past, I didn't think future sight was that big a deal. And now it seems like it is. I think it was always a big deal. Like, there's well, no cool. reason why culturally people would be like, oh, yeah, we can't try and have games that predict the future because that's a bad stuff. Like, oh, that, I meant, that's like, been a long th I meant, time. I meant more Cosmere-wide, like, with, oh, like, okay. like, the Elantrian living on the margins of society because he can't do a, because he can't do future sight either with his magic. Like, it's not ODM, it's something, you know? No, no, no. So, okay. We're kind of off topic again. Within, uh, yes, but whatever. Within Roshar... The problem is that future sight originates with the enemy. That's what we know from the death rattles. 
It's a commonly associated myth. It's heavily associated with the enemy. Yeah, that that is. We are told in Oathbringer that that is the origin of. Uh, I think it was in uh, in Mythica, where she says, "Yes, we are now all afraid of future side because it is of the enemy, but it is from the death rattles that this comes from." So originally, seeing the future was in fact one hundred percent of the enemy, and therefore all of this cultural baggage where we we go the other extreme and we don't try to predict the future in any way, shape, or form because by implication that puts us with the enemy. Well, that is a, a Hesse hypothesis for sure. Hesse is yeah. not correct it, in yeah. everything. Yeah, it's like Fair. many of the unmade are associated with foretelling the future is Actually, it's a long one. Huh? I think it said all of them in, uh, in that book. All of them have some association with future sight okay. or prediction yeah but like cultivation like is good at foretelling the future i feel like true it, that might not be reflected in her powers but like the search binding powers derived from her yeah but so it's not like not all future sight is of the enemy a hell of a lot of it is so mm -hmm. it's like don't trust any of it because like not who knows for sure. I'm, I'm not saying that all of it is. I'm saying that Roshar, that is why they believe that it's bad. And therefore, um, Ryanos, like the reason they don't like him is because of that. Oh, it's not yes. because they are concerned that he's using Odium's investiture to, to see the future. Mm -hmm. It's because he is seeing the future, period. And they're just biased against yeah. that due to those cultural reasons. It doesn't, it doesn't matter like how he does it. He's in Shadesmar, though. That's my thing. Like, I just don't think, doing the would, thing. I don't think the Spren would have the same hangups that the humans have culturally when they probably have a better understanding of what's yeah, going on. Yeah, it's like, the fact that he is able to do it at all, like, I don't think that's as much of a hangup in Yeah, like, no Shadesmar. humans going, oh, well, it's just interaction with Odium's essence, you know? Like, they just go, oh, Future Sight. But, like, the Spren know what they're comprised of. They know a lot more than the people do, and they, tr they treat it the same way. Um, Fair. let's... Steer back to Earth yeah. with the Truth yeah. Watchers. Um, Small detour. The Radiant Bus. And the Radiant Bus. Or the Radiant We're very glowing. Ship. What, uh, do you have any other thoughts on the Truth Watchers? It's so hard to say what the actual Truth Watchers are because. Yeah. Because yeah. who knows, right? Yeah. Uh, one thing that I was wondering is whether Gliss is an actual Truth Watcher spread. Yes. I think well, so, yeah. Corrupted. At one yes. point. Yes. I see no yes. reason yes. to think otherwise. Because I don't know why he would have told Renner and he was a truth watcher if he was like, oh, I'm actually a That's corrupted ink spren. You know, like he's like, got him. But <laughs> the, 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 he's getting a lot of information from Gliss. So I, I think you have to not remember a lot, but yeah. Well, and I mean, like, I, right. And I also think that he is visually similar enough to what we are told Truth Watchers Spren are, except yeah, in the yeah. same way that we, we see Corrupted Spren in, in Colinar and how they are similar to their original forms, but kind of more sharp and really? twisted red. and uh -huh. red in many cases. 
Because that was like um, the opposite of my perception of it was that I thought he was unusually different. I thought he was than... unusually different as yeah, well. Yeah, he's like he's a no, red no, 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 snowflake. No, no, no. That's, that, 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 that's exactly what I'm saying. He is different from a regular oh. Truth Watcher spren, but it, he is different in the same kind of way. Oh, I'm disagreeing with that. Yeah? Yeah, because like I think like their form is usually the same and they're kind of close, but like the regular Truth Watcher spren looks like a little glimmer of sunlight and Gliss is a red snowflake with, well, with drops of light. Technically, Technically, like, and when the um, the glimmer stays in the same part, like, like stuff grows out of it. Yeah, a little. Vine. So that could just be like for Gliss, like that stuff growing out of it is shards of like red that looks like a snowflake. It seemed like a lot more, like a much stronger shape transformation to me than the other ones. But that was yeah. just how I. That's like, how I thought about it. It's described as like growing out of Renard's back, Gliss. Not hanging above him. I'm gonna have to read that again. It's been a while. Have to well, it's a good thing I'm rereading Oathbringer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think he rises from his bed. Yeah, I don't think he was growing out of him. And then I, I read it very similarly to how like it's described in Memes Interlude, so that might just be my interpretation. But that's hmm. that that's what I felt like. The the crystalline structures on on Gliss reminded me of um, what we see in Yim's Interlude. And so, like, we take Yim's spread and we just sharpen everything and make it red, and also make it bleed. Uh, just, just, just as a note on uh, the Truth Watcher spread, we do not know the actual name of Truth Watcher spread, and they uh, except that they are not light spread, and they're also not Miss spread. So, or, or honor spread. Sure, we we also don't know that. Yeah, they're yeah. Oh, sorry, they're not Miss Spren. goofing around. Light spread are the Will Shaper one. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, yep. sorry, sorry. So I've I've been thinking about Truth Watcher role as uh -huh. from the discussion. And the thing I came up with was maybe Truth Watchers were more of like practical knowledge engineer type things, whereas like other scholarly orders like the Elf Scholars were more of like a theoretical historian type knowledge. Hmm. That would make sense with uh Menaren's interest in Fabrials, like oh. the practical application of things. You think they might be more Artificers, tinkerers. Sure, I think that's fine enough. Yeah, seems like a cool thing. Yeah. A any other truth watchery thoughts? We we this this will be a massive raffo, yeah. and we will yeah. read and, and we will definitely find out because this is a big thing for yeah. the books. Yeah, I'm just hoping Stump comes to Earth Eru in the next couple of books. I mean, I imagine she must, right? She's got a whole year to get there. Well, <laughs> yeah. they don't have to go to Aerithereum. No, they like, don't. I imagine that a lot of them will want, like, Dalinar will want people to there. reach I, out. I yeah. imagine like, the Spren seem to push them there, though. That doesn't need to be all Spren, of course. But yeah. Yeah, it's, there's a strong impetus for them to go, but there's no requirement. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, one interesting, small, and probably irrelevant thing is that the glyph for the Truth Watcher order mm -hmm. on the Radiant chart. Yep. Looks very planty. It does. Yeah. Uh, a lot more so than the Edge Dancers, which was interesting to me. Well, the Truth Watchers are associated with plants. Edge Dancers aren't. Fair. Oh, right, with the, the essences. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Lightweavers. 
So Lightning that's bolt. one we see a lot of, obviously. Yeah. yeah. A whole bunch. We we have had the Lightweaver book. We have had the Lightweaver yeah. book. Although, to be fair, we've had the Bondsmith book as well, and, like, what do we know about them? Yeah. Uh, they can summon a perpendicularity. <laughs> that's what yeah. I got out of that book. Except, except they can't, except because just only, just only this one can. Yeah, that's right. Well, Dalinar is going to be weird anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Lightweavers have Illumination and Transformation. They do. And Illumination can do lots of things. They can create sounds. Uh, they yeah. can potentially ha illusions can have some mass they're, yeah they're maybe. pretty involved is what i'm saying these illusions are pretty good they definitely like illumination seems like the wave yeah uh, manipulation of waveform mm -hmm. right because they have the light they have the sound sure um sure Mass is a little bit of a stretch in here, but, but hey, you can. All particles can are both par uh, particles and waves. That's what, that's what I was thinking, honestly. <laughs> is I'm like, that's a pretty broad. Agreed, and yeah, that, that, that's that's what it is. Like, you can you can make it do anything. Like, hey, yeah. gravitational waves, uh, you just encroach on the windrunner's territory. Yeah. Um, uh, the the light weavers are if if you if if you're going clockwise around the. Bondsmith Windrunner is one unit clockwise, and then uh, Truth Watcher Lightweaver is one unit clockwise, and so the 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 Lightweavers and Windrunners are diagonal from each other on the chart. Yes, which is interesting because their heralds were father and daughter. Mm -hmm. That is, that, that is true. Yes, and teenage their daughter rebellion. Each other. Yes, their spren hate each other. Yeah. Like really, really hate each other. Uh, their spren are cryptics. Cryptics do not like being called Lyspren. So yeah, they're the releasers of the spren. I don't think they dislike name. being called Lyspren. It's just like we call ourselves cryptics. Yeah, call us cryptics. Mm, I thought they actively didn't like being called. Yeah, I, I, I think it, they like, didn't like. They it. don't like it, but it's not like it's more of like. I wish what you wouldn't use that rather than like I will destroy you if you use that. It's more of a like, yeah, they don't like it, but it's not. Hey, okay, whatever. It's more of a passive thing. Yeah. Whatever. We certainly see a lot of illumination and very little of transformation from Shalon. Thanks, Shalon. Yeah. From Shalon, yeah. yeah. From Shalon. <laughs> uh, although she was she was being a good student uh, and and following her her mistress's request to stay away from transformation because it's scary. Huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the Lightweavers, probably the most interesting thing, is that their ideals are truths. And yeah. so they're highly individualistic. They are the most mm. individualistic. And they seem to be truths about themselves specifically. Yes. So yes. a lot more into the whole self-discovery thing. Yes. Um, where So where a lot of the other orders, if not all of the other orders, are you are making an oath to do something in the future uh, or be a certain way. The light weavers are about internal. This is who I am. This is what I've been mm -hmm. doing. Things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the others are like being true to some external ideal. Light weavers being true to themselves. Yeah, and I think there's a wob where Brandon was saying that the light. He was talking about light weavers regressing on their O's, and he said, "Yeah, 
they're like one of the hardest to do that, but they're also one of the hardest to progress. Yeah, because you have to be really introspective, and that's hard yeah. for people. Yeah, there's um in one of the excerpts from the Inworld Rules of Radiance, there's someone who's a light weaver that they probably would have been better suited for one of the less introspective orders that yeah. yep. they were having that exact issue of progressing. Yep. Or like he would the person that would have liked to be in one where it was more clear cut rather than Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because they were they it. were they were complaining about it, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one other Lightweaver that we know is now Hoid, actual Lightweaver, yes. who's bonded uh, a cryptic who was Elhokar's friend before Elhokar got murderated. <laughs> who was also going to obviously yeah. be a Lightweaver. Yes. Yep. Uh, we do have somebody, somebody asked uh, Brandon uh, recently about what Elhokar's um ideals would have been because obviously now he's dead and he doesn't have a view uh like a flashback we're never gonna find out uh ah um, you just spoiled book eight where elhokar comes back from the grave and then becomes <laughs> the greatest light weaver ever how dare you and, and the greatest king of elhokar uh he has to be a good king of elhokar to be a good king of elhokar he has shut to be up, a good okay. king of elhokar to be a good light weaver, light weaver too. you're not wrong but shut up okay <laughs> um and so Brandon Brandon declined to uh, give the fifth ideal because obviously that would have revealed too much about how Lightweavers in general work. But his uh, first non-generic one would have been would, would, have, would have had something to do with admitting uh, that he was a bad king, uh, just internalizing that knowledge and working through it. It's very much a Lightweaver thing to not only say the words, but really internalize it. Because that's kind of the thing with Shallan in Oathbringer, that, oh, she killed her parents, and she needs to really internalize that, and that's her struggle. It's like, oh, I yeah, really yeah. didn't want to remember this. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, when, so when uh, Lupin swears the ideal at the end of Oathbringer, he sort of tried before, but he couldn't say it and have it accepted until it was internalized. But the Lightweavers are a little different because, you know, they're able to say the oaths. And then it's, it's like they can say, they can say the truth without internalizing it. It seems backwards, well, doesn't it? Yeah, or that making peace with it at the very least. Or, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like because the nature of the truths are so personal like being able to internalize it is a lot more complex yeah true where it's just like yeah. it's like yes i acknowledge the fact that i killed my mother but that doesn't mean you're okay with that fact and yeah. that's what causes a lot of shallan's issues yeah it's just like yeah. how do i like rash not rationalize mm -hmm come to terms yeah. with the who who am i yeah uh -huh. it yeah. does it does seem a little backwards though doesn't it where with with somebody like kaladin he arrives at a point where he realizes that he needs to protect those who cannot protect themselves he comes to a point where he realizes that um even those he hates are included in in this number and then like once he's gotten to that point then he says the words. Mm. Whereas with Shalan, it's I killed my mother. And and after that, 
she has to deal with the consequences of finally admitting. Uh, but I think herself. that's more of a normal, like mental health thing rather than a mechanic. Because, like, yes, like she accepts that, like she killed her mother. Mm-hmm. Accepting that causes this other, like, mm-hmm. if it was something other than like something incredibly traumatic, like killing your mother. Because, yeah. like, uh, Alucard realizing he's a bad king. Admitting that he is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she got to the point where she could say it. You know, like, like that was I, for her. That was kind of my thing, where she kind of like she has to. She gets to the point where she can even express it, and that is almost the thing. And then she has to deal with the fallout afterward. But she's arrived yeah. at the point where she can, or she can okay. admit to herself that that's what happened. And she like she stopped denying it. She stopped blocking these memories, and she says, "I killed my mom." And now, and she's got it. But now she's got to deal with how that makes her feel. Okay, yeah. I, I like. Um, the idea of it being the fallout of swearing the yeah it still feels different to me than the others like mm-hmm. it would have it would have felt more in line to me if there if if she had to accept that as a truth voice it out doesn't doesn't matter deal like learn how to live with that and and accept it and internalize it and then say words that kind of reflect this journey up until that point see like but i but i hear you i sure it's the i want to mention journey before destination but like there's like two steps i have to take before mentioning like okay it's a long journey yeah it's it's like there needs to be a singular point where the swearing of the ideal happens okay it's like there's a before and after you swear the ideal. Coming to terms with the fact you killed your mother, that's an ongoing process. Like that, that's something she's going to have to continue dealing with for the rest of her life. There's that's no storm, point at which she's like, thing. okay, I am done with dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so it's just like, go ahead. The, the, the light weaver ideals, they're more, they're, they're less truths. But confessions. I'm a bad king. I'm terrified. I killed my parents. Yeah. They're confessions. Yeah. They're painful, One, too. Yeah. One thing I was going to say is it almost seems to me like for the Lightweavers and the Cryptics, actually saying it aloud matters kind of more to them than for the other orders. Because, like, you know, well, we see we see in a well, we see in Erythru, I mean like uh, Pattern was kind of the one like pushing Shalon, like, no, you need to say this. I mean, like, I feel the like words, I'm gonna get Alan, two different things. You but, must like, say the words. Yeah, Sil pushes for him to say the words, and it's just, like, in Edge Dancer, it's like, Sil pushes like, him. Oh, I know the answer. Like, they, they push to them it. to say the words after they internalize them. The cryptic, yeah, but, like, the cryptics kind of push them to say the words before that process has started. Like, because it's which, like which, the, which, the ideal isn't sworn until they say it like yeah kaladin well, and lift couldn't summon their spread no. of shard blades until Ooh. they said it well that's that's actually i don't think true because lift says an ideal in her heart in edge dancer she doesn't say it out loud she's like i do it in my heart and that yeah. was like that was it does it is it not actually spoken out loud it's not spoken aloud if I okay. like, unless I have forgotten. No, no, no. You may be, you may be right about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
because because window was like you you already know mm-hmm. like but someone says you didn't say the words and she says i said them in my heart but then it's like said in her head so like uh, but my, eh, my point is more like, like it it almost seems like the other orders are a bit more like okay you've like accepted this already now you need to say the words aloud whereas the cryptics you know like from what i've seen like the cryptics are more like you need to say a truth like no i hear you of. like yeah because kaladin realizes elhokar yeah. is dalinar's tn yeah and he's like realizing it then he says the words for lightweavers okay. it's i'm making my confession okay uh, so right. yeah here's the it, it's like thing. saying it out loud means they can't ignore it anymore. yeah so it's more of like less a mechanical difference and more or less like making sure it sticks almost mm-hmm. uh on the edgy answer thing she does say it out loud but she like she says the words in her heart she may she summons her sharp blade for the first time and then afterwards she says the words so oh okay. she got her blade so i'm gonna assume that that it that was sufficient yeah it was it sufficient stuck. to move her along and afterwards she said it out loud so we could all know what the ideal was yeah i, I think it's <sighs> like the saying it out loud makes it undeniable Sure. Light weavers are weird. Light weavers are weird. Cell does start waking up to be able to say say the words. So it's like, yes, it that process needed to be started before like he said the word. Yeah. So okay. So man, I I don't even know where to begin on light weavers, even though we've been blabbing about it. Uh soul casting is super weird. Uh, yes. It is a very unique ability. Very powerful, too. It is very powerful. In fact, staggeringly so, if you compare it to something like adhesion. Hey! Adhesion hey. does spiritual stuff. But it's both. also a lot more restricted. It's very highly like, You need Stormlight from a particular gem. And yep. it is also dangerous. Dangerous because of the Shadesmar stuff, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wait, if you're wait, if you're a radiant, you don't need stormlight from. I'm pretty sure you still country. do. I do. And it has said it's like you need. I think that's how the soulcasters soul work. I, I think that's I, soul I think that's the opposite. Yeah. I think that he said it's important for the soulcasters, but not for the radiant. It's more important for the soul, the Fabriel, but it's still like research time. I know we've yeah. talked about It's like this we've had this conversation yeah, multiple times on the podcast. I, so I have like, not. I don't think we podcast, should have it right now. I know. I we know don't you have don't to. listen to the podcast. I'm saying I haven't been on the podcast and had this conversation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why? No, I know. But like I've argued with Archon about this a lot. Why can Kaladin surge bind? The madness has stopped. We have a word of the creator himself. Why Reference. can Kaladin surge bind? True. With any gem. Uh, but Yasna and Shalan need specific types. A lot of that will be explained as the series comes along. It is really the difference between soul casting and other forms of surge binding. It's more a quirk of soul casting, hmm. and it is something that is different. Then it is different. Uh, then it is something different about Kaladin. Uh, so you've got to reverse it a little bit. Soul casting has this additional restriction that the others don't. Okay, I'm just be misremembering then. Uh, same, <laughs> because yes, we have argued. Yes, we have. Uh, I believe. Uh, which episode was it that we? I think it was it, Fabrials that we yeah. were talking yeah, I about. Think it was I, I think I think it was that one. From a meta perspective, that makes sense because, like, 
you know, the limitation of you need this specific gem adds like another interesting layer to this, like what we just said, really powerful magic. But say, I don't know what the in-world reason is, though, like the real Maddox behind it is. I think it's just a function of how soul casting functions that it's it needs these gems to help focus the stormlight. It's it is the have spiritual a color. Okay, I I found a lot from 2017 that I think like minorly contradicts the one from 2013. Let's but... do it. Okay, let's do it. We're okay. we're here. It's time. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Okay, this is from it's darkness. A, it's a it's a three episode three parter. It's, it's it's yeah. It's already happened. Uh, <laughs> it, it has. It has. I I've yeah. I've come to accept this. Yeah. Uh, so this is from uh, let's see, Supernova twenty seventeen, Sydney Darkness. Right. So is it easier for a soulcaster to turn rock into smoke with a gemstone as opposed to a ruby, Brandon? So soulcasting is really going to depend on whether you're using a soulcaster. Darkness. First is for a soulcaster. Second is for a surge binder. A surge binder is far less constrained than someone using a device acting surges. Right. A night radiant is far less constrained than someone using a mechanical means of accessing magic. Right. Less constrained, not not constrained. Well, I think it's easier, but I don't think it's impossible. I so I think I remembering back from our previous discussion, I remember right. liking the idea that soul casting, if you're a radiant, being a soul caster, it is much easier if you have the correct gemstones. I agree yeah. it's probably not impossible, but it's just a lot easier if you have the right uh-huh, gemstones. Yeah. I would just say like it must be like Maybe it's Yasna with her like inability to do organics as well or something, but when Shalon is dying and Yasna is screaming for a garnet, she's not keeping up her her acts. Exactly. Her like, well, that's what yep. well, that's what I'm saying. It's like it must be difficult, but it still must be possible on some level. I agree. That's that's exactly what we talked about in that episode. Like, I, like I, that yeah. scene, little we, recap, little recap from Fabrials then I guess. Yeah, recap we, from whenever we did that one. We went over that scene like fifteen times. Oh my god. And it I do not want to talk about the gemstones breaking in, in Soulcasters. We are not doing that oh. in this episode. I do not no. care that much no. to no. do. Um, but I, I think a reasonable explanation that we arrived at was exactly that. Yes, because one of the one of the big factors in there is one, Yasna is trying to maintain her uh, her role, her facade. Two, she's bad with organics, so she really wants that garnet for what okay. she's about. So related question then, if we can turn this back into a more related or like a more on topic thing. If wow. Yasna is better at inorganics, it's would someone who's like a light weaver be better at the more organic side of things if she has an affinity, or do we think it's like a personality? Like certain people are just better at certain stuff. I think it's just a personality thing. I think it's a personality. Yeah. Like she Yasna is a very rigid person. You could say so that. it's like organic molecules are very complex. Mm, or, I'm I wouldn't bring up the complexity of organic molecules. I will say, uh, oh, like organic end, material is very complex. Sure. At the end of Oathbringer, when uh, Shalan has done her army thing and and Yasna carries her back to uh, to the city, they talk briefly about soul casting, mm-hmm. and Yasna just goes very shallowly into, well, if you're trying to soul cast stone, you must do this. If you're trying to soul cast air, you must do this. We mm-hmm. see this with Kaza's interlude, where each essence that you are trying to soul cast requires you or or is it's easier for you to soul cast if you are a certain way or act in a certain way or speak in a certain way and mm-hmm. so on. And so it 
it, it is it is very likely that a person a soul caster's personality is well i am naturally better at just commanding things and so the essences that respond well to commands are ones where i will have an easier time soul casting or oh. i am better at negotiating or persuading or i am better at seducing the stone or whatever yeah. <laughs> it, but part of the issue is that like hey yasna was was able to soul cast the jam but like she wasn't able to well that was mostly because she didn't know what strawberry jam tasted like but it's also yes you have to be able to convince the object you're soul casting to change but it's also knowing what it needs to be changed into sure which with organics that's a lot more complex i that's probably one of those things that uh these these radiants there's probably a few radiants who are like yo i studied up on organics and i can Mm -hmm. i know exactly what is in that so i can create it and if you're not as knowledgeable with that then it's like well as i can do essences essences are fine it would be so amazing if you could just so cast like air into nutella I, I I would like to to bring up because Lady Amnes has talked to me about how she is very annoyed how blood soul casting mm. works because not only are there blood types there are also these other antibodies that are factors as well. I don't remember the details because I don't remember anything, but uh, she she did she has issues with how uh blood soul casting blood is supposed to work how blood's apparently pure blood's a lot of different things yeah it's pure in the terms of the cosmere it's it's as pure as like plant matter or like flesh yeah yeah i can understand her concern though it's a it's a weird quirk because like because water is not like a base thing that you can soul cast you know what i mean like you don't like you look around the thing that's not an essence so it's kind of just like an odd place water is under blood i know (laughs) but i'm saying that like the baseline you would think oh what's simpler what's more core water or blood water you know that's more elemental that's more to to which i eventually said to her it's magic cool (laughs) um this being said we do have a number of words of brandon on soul casting blood specifically because it is so weird uh, okay. I just don't think they're gonna. I don't think Brandon's done the research that will like s- at least satisfy whatever Lady Lameness knows. Go going ab- about what we talked about with uh, the blood and the hemology episode. I definitely think Brandon has not done the research on uh, blood and the. But, like, I don't think he needs to have done the research. Like, I know. I, I think oh. that this is just how the magic works. Like, yeah, yeah. Blood like, is a fundamental element here. Yeah. yeah it, just because it's a very complex thing like it, it's just it the fact that blood for one person is different than blood for another person and if yeah. you get that wrong they're dead you can't, they're so like you can't just dead they can't be just soul casting oh negative all the time whatever the universal there's actually is, just... some other stuff in there too uh this would be the time where she should make a long comment <laughs> in the video yeah. about it it's like is there like just pure like neutral blood like, or is there always, like, okay. Yeah, well, uh, just soul casting uh, organics is weird. Like, what is the meat oh, that they soul cast? What's the ideal of flesh? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Apparently yeah. it's edible. It's edible it and not much I mean, And not human. That makes sense. It's like carbon-based yeah. life work. Like, it's going to be edible. 
I I would be very suspicious of eating that. Personally. It's like schmeat, you know. Well, they, 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 it's not like they like it. They're, they do yeah, not like full cast meat. It's bland. It's bland. So it's chicken. Well, it tastes like mold or something. Let me uh, let me let me go over a couple of of okay. blood related wabs. Okay, uh, we, All right. we don't Why need not? to display because they're they're short. Um, so cast blood doesn't have resus factor, Rh factor. Or does it match anyone's DNA? The answer to that is yes. Uh, and then we have from an AMA, so verbatim, when Yasna talks about so casting the eight different types of blood, which is all the way back in the Way of Kings, yeah. um, is she referring to transfusion typing within humans, for example, A, B, O, plus or, or minus negative, uh, or to different kinds of blood between species? For example, human versus axehound versus great shell versus amian and huh. so on, which is a very good question, by the way. Yes, it is. And Brandon says both. So people on Roshar haven't hit upon the levels of complexity in blood types that we know. Uh, did these arise naturally on Roshar? That's a raffle. That, was, that eight types thing did not make any sense. That was not a good response to that question. It can't be both. Like it can't be. It can't, it can't, it's either the eight types of human blood or it's various species blood. It can't be all eight types and I, I'm thinking that it's like species. once they know more, it's like they realize like, oh, it's not just eight, it's like 16 mm. or whatever. Yeah, but I think like the answer there should have been like, in, ja in Yasna's context, she was talking about human blood, you know? Like, she's not yeah. making actual she does. I'm thinking like at human. this point, it's human blood and like other types of blood. Once they know more, it's like those types of blood will be split up into if... Mm -hmm. Singers have equivalent of A, B, and O. Like that yeah, would be I, broken up. It, I remember. I don't remember any details, but I remember it being m even more complicated than just blood types. But blood types, you you need j more than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this isn't necessarily from like metal. It's like there's a lot of different kinds of metal. They're all covered by the essence of foil i guess stone sure. too yeah there's a lot of yeah, you, yeah you would know <laughs> yeah i was just like hey, i should i should think about my field yeah no. <laughs> he he majored in geology if you didn't know yeah. what else do we have to talk about light weavers that isn't about soul casting yeah uh the resonance we haven't really touched on that oh oh uh they got some memory power oh yeah, yeah right of course mnemonic devices yeah, mnemonic devices. Well, sure. mnemonic abilities. Mnemonic right. abilities. Sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, which obviously manifests or is, is shown by Shalan in her ability to blink and take a memory. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, I think we can all agree that that's, yeah. that, that's her resonance. That's not yeah. And that she can recreate perfectly. Yeah. yeah. And we also um, kind of see this with Tien when he carves like the miniature horse mm -hmm. the perfect horse yeah yeah i i like the idea of it being in different media that's kind of cool because shallan's like a sketcher and tim yeah. is like does woodworking and so it might be a musician yeah. or something uh, yeah in, I'm... yeah in case you I... forgot tien uh was going to be a light weaver yeah and then he also died and then he does yes, died. yes. doesn't make yeah. me very light weavers have a really bad track record, track record. i i do think you know i think the uh phrase is various mnemonic things so like it could be interesting to see how they differ like how a musician that would manifest 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, that would be super cool. I mean, like, the, the mechanics of, like, even if it's just, oh, I can remember this tune exactly and play it later. Like, the mechanics of how do you, like, you can't blink. I mean, yeah. Suppose you could that'd be I, a bit weird. It's like a... really interesting to think of a musician lightweaver ha- mm-hmm. being really awesome with sounds, but very bad. Or it takes so much more effort to do the visual things. Yeah. Where Shalon's very visual and has no problem mm-hmm. with that. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they would also be able to like yeah. remember a conversation. Yeah. Ooh. Because yeah, because yeah, we know yeah. lightweavers. I mean, late weavers were very artistic, but they weren't all painters. They were or like sketch. They weren't all sketches. They were like yep. performers, musicians, actors, yep. probably mm-hmm. like writers of stories, that sort of thing. So. Or yep. when you said performance, maybe you can see, you know, um, not not even a play, just a scene, and then have like a video recollection of exactly sure. where people were and what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So less less take a photo and more take a video type of light weavers are great directors. <laughs> And then they can recreate it. Yeah, with Blair Lightweaving, with enough soul, with enough stormlight, with, with enough in, investiture. It is, special effects are going to be so cheap on Rashar later. Yes, they are. <laughs> All you need is that stormlight. Um, anything else on Lightweavers? Do we have some idea of additional truths, or I don't, I don't know, for Shalon? I, I think Shalon's last one will be "I am Shalon Colin." Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I that, hope he. That, that's an idea I've I've seen gather following. Yeah, I just, he has to be careful with that because I think that come across a little corny if he doesn't like build to that where he's like, "I am me." And yeah. you're like, "Well, yep, literally sure. one of the <laughs> the, the truths is I'm terrified." Okay, the bar's slow. I don't think is... that's one of the truths. We've been, we've fought over this before. We probably will again. Yeah, it's like I don't think we should get into we that. We just we just need Brandon to canonize what exact what? things were the truth for Shalon. I think it's difficult. So one thing that's difficult with Shalon is that she swore truths when she was really young as well. So yeah, like it, it's a very odd scenario with her as well. Yeah. So yeah, it makes me grateful for Kaladin that we saw one normal progression. <laughs> you are a normal like, windrunner. You're like, not some corrupted void yeah. bindy windrunner. Yeah, you don't crap. have an you don't have an insane sword that you know like you're just a regular sword Yeah, yeah you you're don't not, you don't have cultivation. You know, making you suck stormlight. Like <laughs> everyone's got something different except you know, for Kaladin. That's a really freaking good point. Kaladin's a normal Night's Radiant. It is so, so is Yasna, but we also don't get into Yasna's head very mm-hmm. Maybe, Maybe there is weird stuff. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, like, that is Yasna's lunacy thing. Yeah, I was yeah. I just thinking about that. Yeah. Um, and and she, she does, in in the, the prologue of Words of Radiance, yeah. where she falls into shades mark question mark it's weird what is it like she's not soul casting there she's walking in the hallway and then her shadow goes weird isn't she transitioning and... into shades mark via else calling but yeah. she wasn't she wasn't sucking stormlight well cal didn't well, see, mean to be sucking stormlight was, when he but... redirected the arrows into the bridge or when you know like it, it was just totally was kind of instinctive yeah. that's yeah. what i thought but there's all sorts of instinctive uses of magic. That's not. That oh yeah, sure. okay. Also, but it's like I, very I also, early in her bond. Yeah, and I also weird. always got the impression from the scene that like Ivory was sort of testing her and kind of had something to do with it. Well, yeah, yeah, the, yeah there's definitely that. But yeah. it's it's such a weird like 
thing that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I do think the shadow thing. It's just she's entering Shadesmar and shadows behave weirdly there, so she's noticing that. But sure, yeah. One thing that is worth noting though is that like with among the light weavers, they cannot enter Shadesmar on their own to do the soul casting in the same way someone like the Elves Callers could. So they they can peer into it, they can view in there, and they can do their soul casting like we see Shalon do, but they cannot truly enter the cognitive realm like that. Yeah, Yasna literally enters uh, the cognitive realm and then needs to leave the cognitive mm -hmm. realm. and she, she fully transitions. Right. Well, exactly. whereas, yes. If she wants to. If she wants to. If yes. she wants to. She can. She can also so, just look in. Like, Kaladin can kind of look into Shadesmar. He does that at one point in Words of Radiance briefly. That's but, true. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't think when Yasna soul casts, I don't think she needs to, to actually move there mm -hmm. at all. No. No. no, but she, yeah, but like, it was just worth pointing out that Shalon, like, Yasna can do that if she wants to, like, that's what she did in when she escaped, but Shalon literally doesn't have that as an option. Right. Yeah, yeah, but it's a separate had, power. Her escape had nothing to do with soul casting. She was literally just else calling. I yeah. understand that. I'm just making the distinction so people don't think Shalon can enter Shadesmar yeah. via yep. Yep. soul casting. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's more of a peering, which, which, for the record, is weird because it's, mm -hmm. it feels like Shalon is in Shadesmar, right? But yeah. it's not like in in Shadesmar. There's a yeah. part of me that kind of feels like at the end of Way of Kings, Brandon might not have like fully solidified that Shalon could not enter Shadesmar fully, and then later realized that she shouldn't be able to, and kind of clarified that in the beginning of Words of Radiance because Yasna seems to think that she Yasna like chides her for going in, and then. Later, Brand's like, "Oh yeah, you can get like spiritual damage," but I, I think initially she might have, we might have, because she like sinks into the beads and all that stuff. Like, I think it's really, yeah, like, it's weird. Well, it's it, it, is that any different than? I think it's very similar to how like spread are echoed onto the physical realm. Yeah, that's like, true. So it's like, yeah, like, it, it would be dangerous. Like she could still die in. Shadesmar, even though her body technically is still in the physical. Mm, yeah, I think it still is dangerous. Yeah, I just don't. I was, yeah. I was just like, something that her I think mind has transitioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's not less, her body. It's less about looking into the cognitive and more. There, there's one word of Brandon where Brandon uses astral projection as okay. yeah, as a as a, a projecting yourself kind of, into the yeah. So it's mm -hmm. it's. Normally, the way we think about the different realms is you exist kind of solidly in one, and maybe in the case of Spren, there's like a little bit of you in the other. Mm -hmm. I think with soul casting, there is you are in both. Like you are, you exist fully in both, and you can you can. It's it's astral projection. Okay, mm -hmm. it's what yeah. it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to explain astral projection. And no, it's astral projection, <laughs> right? I I think that you know what the answer is, Evgeny. Spiritual uh -oh. mumbo jumbo. Cognitive mumbo jumbo. Oh, uh, good sir. I thought you were gonna say space yeah, you... whales again, but <laughs> <laughs> I I do. Um, you know what? I do want to see space whales in uh, Shades Mar. That sounds amazing. Let, they let wouldn't be space whales. It's kind of what the we Madra is, though. Space whales in Shades Mar. The yeah. Mandra. Oh yeah, oh, Shade true. whales. <laughs> Shade whales. Uh, anyway, but in the Way of Kings, it was weird how. I mean, in retrospect, not that weird. When Shalan does uh, the soul casting that Yasna has to come and save her for from, because mm -hmm. uh, she only yeah. transitions with one sphere, and and that one is near expiration as well. 
which mm-hmm. I don't understand how any of that is important. But she does that and like she's she's drowning in the beads and then Yasna shows up. Oh, that was in the hospital, wasn't it? And it was, no, it was in It's when Shalom like confronts her and it's like your yeah. soulcaster is fake. And, oh, okay. and then yeah. uses it. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. the goblet. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Anyway, but Yasna shows up on a raft made of beads and pulls Shalan onto the raft and then both of them go back. leave their astral projections and go back <laughs> to their physical bodies and Shalan sees the physical world come back into focus and, mm-hmm. and Yasna is just sitting there mm-hmm. uh, composed and then opens her eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which is what I would expect from somebody who's doing astral projection stuff, right? Yeah. But yeah. it's it, at, at a moment, it felt weird to me that they would both they they could have this adventure in Shadesmar with their astral bodies, and then go back and have that thing be real. Mm-hmm. When, when in fact it makes sense, like they were actually quote unquote there in Shadesmar, like there were beads that they their their astral bodies were touching and so on. Shadesmar's weird. I'm not sure I understand your point. It is not just about looking into the cognitive realm. You okay. are sending an actual thing, like an actual construct of your mm-hmm. mind, I guess, in there. Okay. And if there are other people or other constructs in the same place at the same time, mm-hmm. you can interact with those as well. Like you're not viewing a pristine copy of the cognitive realm and you go, oh, I want this bead to turn into that thing, mm-hmm. you are actually transitioning. So, some part of you is entering, which, yeah. which is interesting because I think that would make the Lightweavers a little more vulnerable because, you know, if Yasna wants to soul cast something, she can go into Shadesmar and be there and be okay, but Shalon has to be, like, unco- like, you know, she's vulnerable in the cognitive realm and she's just sitting there in the physical realm, like, with her eyes closed doing nothing. Well, so they're, they're in words of radiance. Like, she gets to the point where it's like, she can see both. Like I thought that was. Can she see both? Yeah. What was that? What kind of overlaid? Oh, I, yeah, I was. Like I thought that was just the end of Oathbringer. I didn't realize that there was a point where she was looking at both. No. Okay. Cool. Um, it was after the shipwreck, and she was trying oh, to cast fire. You're right. The, the infamous mm-hmm. stick scene, right? I try. I actually um, skip that part every time because I hate it. So. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone who loves stick, I'm the opposite of that. So yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not yeah. a fan of that. But but yeah, yeah she was. I can't believe you. She didn't. was trying to see that. And and she was slowly, like the physical world was slowly moving away and the cognitive was slowly appearing. And then she went too far and she was like, no, I've gone too far. And she had to back off. Oh, okay. So she was trying to find this balance where both of her, um, uh, both of her aspects were active at the same time. Oh, good. Oh. I, I really need to see a soul casting master actually soul cast from their point of view. I need this. This is so hey, weird. Because I mean, technically don't we to do that. From her point of view? I think so. She talks about how it's like, oh, yeah. it's so easier with the We don't see boundary it while between she's soul casting, I don't think. We see it like in the aftermath, she's thinking about it or something. Uh, we no? Do. no, no, we yeah. do. We absolutely oh, we do, see yeah. her. Oh, yeah, we she, do. yeah, like we see her make the steps that she walks up. Well, 
Yeah. Fair. Oh yeah, I don't like that scene either because she's saying individual, individual axi of air. Axi of oh air. right, the axi yeah, that's of an, that makes no sense. But whatever, ah, either yes. axi is an atom or it's a molecule. Uh, it's an atom. Well, uh, let's go. <laughs> hey, hey guys, remember when we were like we can get through four? <laughs> Almost. We said that you did not say that on the podcast. So did we, we must have gone slower then, honestly. We did. We spent a freaking half hour on edge dancers. You said we we just spent a while at the end, I think, on truth watchers and light weavers. We have a problem. Send help. We we got look. Okay, so what we're gonna do, we're gonna talk about else colors, but not soul casting. We're done with that. We're not gonna talk about soul casting in the next one, really. We took we talked about soul casting, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And as much as I want to. Yeah, I soul casting is starting to be one of those things that I'm like, I just don't care anymore until we see more. Like, like just, time bubbles? Uh, yeah, a little bit. It's not quite that bad for me yet, but yes. So before uh, our before this podcast slips into Shadesmar because we're we're getting a little roboty, uh let's do who's that Cosmere character? <laughs> This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tian. Tom. Mraze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Call. You guys send an email to Who's That Cosmere Character at gmail.com with five clues in a character. I read the clues loud one at a time, and our panelists get a chance to guess after each clue Who's That Cosmere Character. Begin. Yep. All right. What do we got? Will David. Uh, just be a god and just get to the one immediately to save us from overflowing into two hours. And, and, this, and disconnect immediately after that. Yeah. This one no. was sent in by Striker Easy. Again? The first clue one. This character is from Roshar. Of course he is. Sure blood. It's not sure blood. Um, Kaza. It is not Kaza. What about, what about Heb from Dalinar's Vision? It is not Heb. Oh, I'm going to go with Have uh, Kaladin's uh, mentor. Yes, his sergeant, it is, yes. It is not Have. Was it Clue two. Captain? I don't remember. I think Sergeant. Probably Clue sergeant, 2. Yeah. It was Sergeant. This character has a sibling. Oh, crap. Not The Stormfather. It is not the Stormfather. <laughs> is it the sibling? <laughs> It is not the sibling. <laughs> I mean, is know. it the Night Watcher? It is not the Night Watcher. <laughs> okay, we've closed out one option entirely. <laughs> we did it. We did uh, it. What about, what about Ted Wickham, Shalon's brother? Uh, it is not Wickham. Damn. Clue three. This character is ambitious. Can't be ambition. Oh. <laughs> I mean... It, you laugh, but like she said, ambitious, and my brain immediately. immediately <laughs> yeah, seriously, is it Danlan? Danlan. It is not Danlan. That, by the way, was the character I wanted to guess previous episode when I said that I can't remember the name of that character. Oh, okay. That, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, Danlan Maracosian. Uh, because I remember there was a, a, a great piece of fan art that we have in the copper mine, actually, of somebody who did. Uh, Dylan. Yeah, I love the fan art of like of like the really specific side characters. You're like, nice. That is so cool looking. Right. Somebody, somebody you see only once. 
has a sibling from Roshar. Ambitious. Ambitious. Is it Gavilar? It is not Gavilar. Oh, yeah. Sigzil? It is not Sigzil. Does he have a brother? Is he ambitious? I mean, I I felt like... No, no, no. I I felt the whole... Like, he was trying to get into whatever government role. Oh, was it the Uh, the Black Caps? No, that was Oh, that's the other one. Sigzil Sigzil was studying for, uh, like, university entrance exams or something. Was it university? He was studying for some government position. Yeah, or whatever it was. I I felt that could be interpreted as ambition, but I don't know if he has... Are you you guys having trouble as well just going through Radiance because we've been blabbing about Radiance for so long? (laughs) And just being like, oh, wait, what about if it's not a Radiance? (laughs) I mean, I haven't guessed a Radiant, yes. I'm pushing Radiance out of my brain. I'm done with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if anything, I'm looking for people who are not. Yeah. I just can't think of anyone who's not a Radiant right now who has a sibling. And Geth Kaladin is ambitious. Who's ambitious? He went from a dark eyes to a lord. <laughs> just following that pyramid scheme. You, you know what? I'm just going to go with Adolin. He has a sibling. It is not Adolin. If you, like, look at things in the right way, maybe you might consider him maybe ambitious, but probably yeah, not. Yeah, because he doesn't want to be king. I mean, he specifically yeah. refuses to be king. That's, like, as unambitious In a very as specific way, he wants to well. be the best duelist, okay? All right. Uh, okay, so we fell into Shades Mar. I have absolutely <laughs> no idea what clue you were trying to say. It was Discord's Dude. fault, not my internet. My internet was fine, for the record. Right. Clue four. This character uses questionable me- methods to help their people. Graves. It is not Graves. Graves, Graves doesn't have a sibling. I don't know. I, I don't think Benlin <gasps> did either. Benly. So. It is Benly. Oh, that's good. good All right. All right. And I like that. That's clue good. five was this character is a listener. So it was a yeah. radio <laughs> Maybe. But we haven't gotten. But but I was only thinking of the Definitely other. Definitely I I wasn't thinking of Will Schaefer's yet because we hadn't gotten there yet. Okay. Yeah, we haven't discovered these orders. I'm gonna say really quick another asterisk on a main radiant character. The one of the first <laughs> singer well, radiance ever. Yeah. 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 So. How much is Venley's experience indicative of the Will Shaper experience? You know, the Will Shaper experience is definitely when there's a theme park of Roshar. I want the Will Shaper experience to be like a theme park ride. <laughs> the Will Shaper experience. Go exploring. I like the part that we're talking about this when we have not talked about the Will Shapers at all. On this Little preview. I mean, this, is, this is about as much as we can talk about them anyway. So. You think that. You think that. <laughs> We'll oh, no, see, good it. sir. <laughs> Let's find all the words of Brandon. Let's pad that to an hour. No, we're not going to do that. One more right. episode. That'd be good. That'd all right. Be good. Next one. Um, that was a good one. I, I really like that. that no, it's a good one. Am- ambitious Venley, for sure. This one is also from Ventil. Okay. Oh. Um, last episode all over again. Yes. This okay. character is female. Eshenai. It is not Eshenai. <laughs> you finished first. Yeah, I did finish first. Um, I'm let's see. That's my guess. Because uh, we said it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, the record will show that you were definitely 
Oh, second. Uh, <laughs> um, let's think. Um, Maya. It is oh. not Maya. Navani. It is not Navani. Okay. Clue two. This character has a child. Well. The Yasna. Watcher. Yasna. It is not Yasna. As a child? Wait, why did I guess Yasna when I was thinking of <laughs> yeah. Asudan? Yeah, I said wait, wait, I said Asudan. That was I'm my so guess. Confused. Uh, it's not Asudan. Did you say something, Ian? I said Night Watcher. It is not the Night Watcher. Like three oh. of you all spoke at the same time. So we all like, had a good idea. And all I heard was Yasna. So <laughs> the one that definitely doesn't. Why did I think Yasna? <laughs> um, that's a plot twist. <laughs> I was like, oh, Elokar has a son. Yes. <laughs> no. Not Game of Thrones, Eric. <laughs> We've been recording for a long time today. Getting a little loopy here. I'm a little bit. At least I haven't guessed earlier. yet. I okay, no, I I vow to guess something that's not on Roshar. Oh crap! That's not oh, a clue. Not say... Oh, yeah, I just always Shoot! Okay. <laughs> crap! 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 I I will do that while I still can, because one of the next clues is <laughs> going to be this going to be this character from Russia. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what other worlds exist in the Cosmere. Picked up from a Brodai. <laughs> <laughs> don't know anybody from Overdie. What about Vax? There's Vax. a female avatar there. <laughs> <laughs> the female avatar on Overdie. Fully through three. This character is from Vax. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> the the avatar the female avatar of the underground caverns of Amia, <laughs> <laughs> who are who are actually on Vax. <laughs> Um, Ooh, people forgot that's that one guess. a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, eerie, eerie nope, rough. I give up. Janat. It is not Janat. Okay. Wait, wait, I forgot what the clues are now. But oh, it's not Janat's Richard. a good guess, though. I like that. Female has a child. Okay. Right. Clue three. Okay. This character died suspiciously. Ooh. Does Vin's mom count? We don't know how she died. She died. she died after stabbing her infant daughter it is, it is not Finn's mom <laughs> well okay. sometime after at some point but what does suspiciously mean <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to be to have a child what does what, what does it mean like and, and would, would, would Shalon's mom be considered killed suspiciously because people uh, oh yeah! Don't know that she was killed by Shalon, but do we currently consider that suspicious because we know the answer? Would, would you like to I guess Shalon's mom? I would consider that suspicious personally. Okay, great. It is not Shalon's mother, though. That's not well, that was my a good guess. guess. That's not oh. my guess. Well, too late now. That is not my guess. <laughs> I was saying a hypothetical. I never guessed. I uh that. Okay. Okay. A record will Fine. show. Okay, we'll give Erica an extra guess. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna metagame this, and so I'll go back to to when Grace said that she doesn't know whether we're gonna like this, Ooh, and I will. Good. I like that. I, I like this I strategy. Guess, I will guess something that technically, by some wild inter interpretation, might fit the clues. Okay, great. I like this. Do you, 
uh, and go with the All Mother. It is not the All Mother. Oh, damn it! Does she die suspiciously? Not on screen. Well, I guess maybe the first time. We don't know about that one, but <laughs> we, and yeah. still, I'm focused on Roshar, even though it does literally does not need to be on Roshar. No, it is so difficult. They've got more it. characters is the only thing. So statistically, <laughs> I know statistically it's a good bet, but like half the reason I guess that is because it is a character from another world. Like, I'm hmm. I'm gonna guess. Shalon's uh... second mom. <laughs> That's not suspicious. <laughs> You know what? I am gonna guess Melise Kevlar because that's it is. Kel- it is not Melise. She's not dead though. Yeah, yeah she, she is. is. She is. Lynn, Lynn yeah, killed her right before Shalon killed him. He yeah. beat her to death. Yeah, we see her dead body, and we're she's like, legit and she, dead. And Shalon tells Yasna she's dead in the way of kings. <laughs> I no, I thought he just beat her to a pulp, and then she escaped. No, 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 she's dead. dead. He killed her. No, because oh. Shalon says the oh. lie has become the truth. He never, he never killed his wife the first time, but the second time he did. Yeah. So, Susa Bronze sure. mom. Yes, it is Susa Bronze mom. Oh, all right. You, you, Wait, you were died. I was. Uh, clue four is this character read her child's stories. That um, or, no, read no. It's read her child stories. Like, oh, okay. sorry, I misread that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> We've like, been wait. recording a long time. And uh, five, this character is Halandrin. Mm. We don't. Even... Uh, you are right, Grace. In that, I did not like that one. But <laughs> why? Why don't you like it? Please, because please. we don't know his mom is dead. She just isn't around now. And they probably didn't want his regular common mom raising the god. Queen. I mean, he is fifty years old. She's probably dead at this oh. point. Well, is that mysterious? She just died no, of old I, age. Then I, I agree. It, yeah, yeah, like the one. suspicious part. Like I'm not sold on that. She definitely probably vanished suspiciously. Yeah, like yeah. if it's vanished suspiciously. Mm-hmm. It, it it was it was close. <gasps> Welcome to Shardcast, where we criti- where we workshop your who's that cosmic characters. <laughs> That you were so kind to send in. Yes, you're so yeah, kind. Thank you for sending it in. Yes. Three out of ten. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, okay, I'm getting to doesn't like it. Not even Unless a name he's character. just describing how many orders we got through today. <laughs> 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 That's always possible. <laughs> Three oh, out of boy. ten. Maybe that next. was ten out of ten. That was a good joke. <laughs> Oh, I liked that a great deal. All right, guys. Well, we got through six orders. Oh, Coppermind Copper Mind says that in the... That uh, Thusabron remarks that the way she died is suspicious. Oh, okay. Oh, really? So they probably oh. took that directly from the Coppermind. Sure. I, I'm, I'm going to need a notarized citation on that one. <laughs> but it, I, I imagine that is probably true. That yeah. uh, we just forgot from Warbreaker. It's possible. Now as, I'm gonna go look. as far it's as the a list while. of things to reread, Warbreaker of oh, Brandon's books, Warbreaker is pretty low on the list. <laughs> well, we have I'm, I'm waiting for the anniversary edition. That's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. This year, 2019, in theory. Yeah. If there's paper. Yeah. If, there, yeah. if there's paper, yeah. Look, the 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 goal would be holiday 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They more or less hit it. The uh, the yeah. uh, spiritual ideal of the release date. 
They go. didn't have the right gemstones to uh, soul cast paper. So there's a big paper shortage that all those gemstones broke. Right, 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 right. All those emeralds. Yep, yeah. Yep. Not not enough not enough ink spread around. Fossil70shard.com for all your news, fun <laughs> theories, and fun. Uh, join our Discord where you can ping us and talk about your thoughts about uh, soul casting and other things. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube, and leave us a review on iTunes. And next time, we will finish the freaking Knights Radiant. Uh, Most likely. It will Most not likely. be four episodes. I refuse. <laughs> We're not going to go down in our productivity. Yeah. The yeah, Stone Words no and Will Shapers are short. Mm-hmm. Just there's means no there's more for us to speculate about, Eric. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, there's definitely no way we could spend an hour talking about just the Bondsmith. That seems impossible. No, no, that's no. It's, <gasps> okay, that's, it's impossible. That's ugh, shut up. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Farewell. Bye. Call. <laughs>